standard issue for all women. Hello, and I hope you're having a lovely International Men's Day Boxing Day. Perhaps eating leftovers in your pants while having a scratch. No judgement here, it's your day. In this, our third month of you, I catch up with Rich Wilson, comedian, bloody lovely fella, and host of excellent podcast, Insane in the Men Brain. And we talk about putting the men into mental health, treating yourself as an ongoing project, and the wrong time to ollicopter. Previously on our IMD specials, you'll have heard me and Hannah loving spending time with Patterson Joseph, star of the old Vicks A Christmas Carol, and we talked about the timeless appeal of Dickens, Peep Show and The Leftovers while getting our audible hugs on. Oh God, it was so good. I'm jealous, quite frankly, that Jen and Hannah got to chat to George Olagaya, main dude at BBC News at Six, journalist and author of new book The Burning Land. They talked to him about living through momentous times and the relentlessness of the news. Still to come, Jen and Hannah are chatting macho posturing bullshit in politics with Chris Addison and Femi Olawali. Now, why would we be talking about that? Oh yeah, oh yeah, the world's on fire. Jen chats to Lem Sissy, poet, broadcaster and author of Sunday Times bestseller My Name Is Why, about a childhood in the care system and listening to others. And, busy bee that she is, she also caught up with Chris Spencer, aka Cold War Steve, about finding solace in a hellscape and fighting for bungle. And finally, I speak with businessman Dan Atkins about his incredible new project, Buses for Homeless. Loads of men! But, you know, seems only fair to give them a crack of the whip. Just a note before you get stuck into Rich, I'd booked a quiet space in a cafe to have our chat. And, as you're about to hear, it was anything but. You can still hear us clear as, but a heads up, you're also about to hear some crash, bangs and wallops. And grinding. And the bit where I spill milk everywhere. And I've left it all in because it made Rich piss himself laughing. I could have nattered to Rich all day. Hope you enjoy. Hello, I am having a brew in Old Street with comedian, and I'm going to quote here, woke feminist geezer, <laughs> Rich Wilson, host of the excellent Insane in the Membrane cod, cod, Codcast. Codcast, I like it, yeah, Codcast. Yeah, um, it's a bit like a podcast, <laughs> but with um, a cod piece. Fisherman, uh, oh, cameo from the 80s. <laughs> And insane in the membrane puts the men into mental health. Hello, Rich. Hello, how are you doing? You all right? I'm all right, thanks. How are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. Very well. Good. Um, Who am I quoting there? Is it you? Yeah, imagine. Can you imagine <laughs> the arrogance of that? Yeah, I'm so switched on now. Uh, I'm decided to go for this. It was the list in Edinburgh last year. I was, it was in amongst this uh, review that they did. And they described me as a woke feminist geezer, which really made me laugh. Those words together, yeah. I was like, it's almost like a character. Oh, hang on, there's tea. Oh, see, thank tea's you. Tea's arrived. Thank you. Right. I'm going to spoon these in. Oh, thank you very much. We've got really extra tea. I like that. This thank you so much. Brilliant. brilliant. Thank you. I think it's because she's clearly sniffed out your woke feminist geezer. Uh, yeah, she's like, oh, let's test him. <laughs> <laughs> How many cups of tea can he have in a single interview? <laughs> and so I was described as that, and it and it made me smile. It was quite a funny, sort of funny quote. Lovely. Yeah, but we put it on this year's poster, and the I oh my god, the the shit that I got. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In what way? So we did the poster for the new show. And then we boosted it on Facebook as an ad, so it goes across wherever. No and one then, knows, Rich. No one knows where it goes. Uh, who knows, man? <laughs> to, to the Russians. And, yeah, uh, did you have a big yeah. Russian crowd in? <laughs> yeah, one of his sons, yeah. Putin had it on a T-shirt. <laughs> what? Yeah, and there was a few people just... just the woke feminist geezer bit, like some, someone, they were going, oh, you've clearly got something to hide. Get your, get your fucking agenda off my wall. People that shout about it the loudest have always got something to hide. 
So I started joining in and go, oh man, you're going to see the bones in my closet. It's huge. <laughs> and then someone started calling me a paedophile. Wow, that, that escalated quickly. <laughs> it did. So then I was joining in with that going, man, all right, yeah, fine. You think I'm a paedophile? All right, fine. Yeah, I'm hiding in plain sight. There's one guy in particular that just, he took it so badly. And it was just this, just this, this greed of anger and hate. And, and it got to the point where, because well, uh, my, my Mrs. Jade has got access to all my social media. Uh-huh. So she wasn't even reading it. I wasn't seeing it. I went, I can't look at this. This is ridiculous. So she's just started deleting it without reading it, yeah. which then wound him up even more. Oh, you're deleting my posts, you fucking pussy. Let's hope nobody deletes you on stage in real life. Yeah. Wow. And that's just from that quote. And I only put it on there because I thought, that's oh, quite amusing, you know. I could hazard a guess, but which word was hucking him up? <laughs> was it woke? Was it geezer? Was it feminist? It definitely wasn't geezer. I imagine he had a problem with woke, but it would definitely be feminist because m- m- people do have a problem with men calling themselves feminists even I even I had a, an issue with it a bit not an issue that's not the right word but it felt odd to call myself a feminist it was Samantha Baines on my podcast and she said would you call yourself a feminist mm-hmm. and I sort of ummed and ahed and I don't know I said I'm, I support it and I understand it and I'm you know and, and I'm behind it 100% and whatever I can do to to change things and help things I'm there and then she said well you're a feminist why aren't you proud and call yourself that it just seems odd a lot of men do have a problem with it, especially now. I think is they see the word feminist as this militant, anti-man, hating. You know, I brought a bag of bras that we're going to set fire to. Ah, oh, brilliant! I love burning bras. <laughs> <laughs> Got some of my own. <laughs> so yeah, that was his main issue: was a bloke calling himself a feminist. It leads really neatly, actually, into Insane yeah. in the Men Brain, yeah. uh, which is an your podcast. Do you have to ask Cypress Hill or Wordplay fan? Cypress Hill. All the way. I've said this before, I can't tell you how proud I am that I came up with that title. (laughs) (laughs) I think it must have stemmed from when I first heard the song years ago and thought it was Membrane. It must have lodged in there somewhere. And then we were thinking of titles. I think I'd heard there was other podcasts that had used hip-hop as as their their sort of backbone. And then it just popped into my head. I'm so proud of myself. It's a perfect, perfect <laughs> title. Because yeah. I, I listen to the podcast, so I know what it's about. But for people who don't listen, tell us about it and how the idea came about. We use the term mental health, but I know even that, a lot of people now, you say mental health and they roll their eyes, oh, this shit again. But it, it's more of a philosophical chat about mental health rather than us sitting there just listing what's wrong with us and humanity. <laughs> it's like talking about things that we've done or things that have happened to us. Just t- telling stories and having a conversation. And then people will listen to it and they go, oh yeah, that happened to me. And then hopefully they'll, they won't feel so alone. They'll go, oh yeah, I used to be a bit like that. Like I talk about the shit things I used to do, and I talk about the good stuff, and I talk about crap that's happened to me and, and all the self-inflicted rubbish that I've been through. And the, the point of it is, like when we say we all should be talking, it's basically just people listening in to what we're saying. And again, like I've just said, they go, oh, yeah, I did that. Oh, sh- oh, oh good, I'm not the only one then. I don't, oh, I don't feel so bad now. Because if you don't hear it, you think you're the only one. And you yeah. think you're... I used to think I was a total shitbag. And, you know, and then you go, oh, actually, no, there are other people doing it. And then you find out the reasons why you're doing these things that you do and other people do. And, it, you know, you learn from listening and talking. And, and that's where it came from, really, just having a chat. Yeah, it's, you are really, really candid about the fact that you've fucked up in the past and mm. you've been fucked up in the past. Yeah. What made you recognise that 
and start to want to make changes? Because sometimes yeah. that's the hardest part. Well, I think fundamentally, and I'm not blowing my own trumpet when I say this, I think fundamentally I think I know I'm a good person. Most of it stems from relationships. I've, 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 I'm a serial relationship person. I don't, I've never had a one night stand. Monogamist, yeah. So I'll meet someone and fall in love straight away. They go, oh, this is it. This is the one. This is what we're doing. And I get, and I get caught up in the romance of it and the excitement. I'm like, oh, yeah, I can't believe I found it suddenly. This is the perfect person. And then after a while, it sort of fades and you go, oh, shit. Oh, no, I've done it again. She's really cool. This is really cool, but I'm not. There's something missing. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, now what? And then I wouldn't be able to say to that person, oh, I feel different. And then I'd end up, then I'd meet someone else and go, ah, oh, that's the one, oh, amazing. But then I'd still be in a relationship with this other person right, that I didn't okay. want to upset. And now, now there's someone else involved. And now, and then you end, oh, ends up doing, instead of just being honest, I think that's the key to it is being honest. I've learned that, be more honest. Instead of being honest, you end up upsetting everybody and then everybody thinks you're an arsehole. And rightly so, because your actions on the surface, that's what you've been. You've been a total arsehole. Really, so it just came from that. It's really hard to break those patterns, though, particularly yeah. in romantic relationships. What made you decide that, right, okay, enough is enough, I've got to change yeah. this? I think I just had an epiphany one day. I was just like, I, I don't want to be this person anymore. And then being honest with yourself, the hardest thing is being honest with yourself and you just go, this is all you, dickhead. You're blaming everybody else. Like, I was married and then that went wrong. And there was, there was a lot of finger pointing, and I should, I, I should have had more of this and more of that. And, and then you sort of, I just took a step back and went, oh, no, actually, if I'd have just been more this or more that, it would have been better, and I, it would have been, it would have worked. It's, it's, oh, right, it's me. Oh, shit, right. And it was a real moment. And then I was friends with Jade, who's my missus now, and she pointed out a few things to me as well. She was really honest. She's like, you know, I said to her, I think it's me. And she's like, it is you. It's all you. <laughs> <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> so I think that was, I was lucky as well to meet someone that was honest and say, yeah. You're an arsehole. <laughs> because we so. do all fall into playing the same roles in relationships mm. as well, which goes in from our upbringing and how yeah. boys are told boys will be boys and women yeah. are told to people please, girls are told to people please. So it's really hard to shake that. Yeah. Particularly if it's made you feel poorly and like your mental health mm. is suffering because how do you know what your brain is telling you is true and you're a shit and you can change that and what it is that sometimes your brain's just a prick and telling you a bad person for no reason whatsoever yeah yeah there is that as well i don't know really it's a difficult one oh it all sort of it comes down to who you are inside really i suppose i'm lucky enough that when the shit hits the fan, we're in the loudest place, apparently. Yeah. They just started, like... I didn't know there was a Greek element, but they're literally just smashing plates. Having a party. There's going to be some, some sort of town crier is going to walk in. I'd hate, to be, in the, I'd hate to be in the loud bit. Yeah, this is the quiet bit. Specifically asked for. <laughs> I, um, I think it, I'm lucky enough to be the sort of person that... I think I'm fundamentally I'm quite positive, so even when at my lowest ebb, I'm always like, oh, come on, all right, all right, fine, all right, let's, let's, what can we do about this? What can we change about it? Whereas, I think some people aren't lucky enough to be that way, you know, especially, especially Peter's, you know, male suicide, the numbers are horrific, 
Yeah, that, you know. that leads me quite nicely. Mm. You mentioned it yourself. We're constantly yeah. told it's good to talk, you know, a yeah. lot by the Tory government because they can't be able to provide stuff for mental health. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. we're told it's good to talk, it's okay to not be okay, but not mm. everyone finds that no. easy, no. particularly men. Men yeah. really struggle to, to talk. Yeah. Is this something that you've found? Recently, actually. Recently, there's been a few things. Since doing the podcast, it's, I feel like I'm being tested. Like, real shit things have happened and... And it's like every day it's like, oh, come on, man. Why is this happening? I, I had a back and forth of a parking fine company that I paid, the, I paid the parking, but they're telling me I didn't. So now there's this big thing. And then there was something else that happened. And then I've had relatives have died. And you're like, come on, man. And I just, it was, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, I was, I, was just, I was just stood outside. I'd had a massive argument with Jade. And there's other things going on. And I just stood I'm like, I don't know who to talk to. I genuinely don't know. I looked at my phone, I'm like... No, they, they're not interested. They're not interested. So I totally get it. It's, yeah, it's easy to say, oh, it's good to talk. We should all talk. Sometimes you can't, yeah. you know? But, yeah, I don't know what the answer is. It's a weird one. It's a weird one. I think it, it touches on what you said earlier as well, though, because we quite often, there's not just you who feels this way. Mm. Like, I've got a really incredible network around me that is supportive and lovely, but sometimes it just, you just like, say you scroll through your phone or you... You go through the sort of Rolodex in your head, the Rolodex, because I'm from the 80s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a Rolodex in my head. And you just think, no, 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 or I don't want to yeah. bother them, or they've yeah, got their yeah, own yeah. shit going on. Exactly. Yeah, and it, it's hard. It happens all the time. Yeah. I totally get it. So imagine that. Imagine that, but magnified by a thousand, you know, where not only have you... Like, I'm lucky enough to go through my phone and go, yeah, I won't bother them, bother them with this. But I know I can still, we'll meet up for a coffee and a chat and do whatever we want to do. But imagine having no one. There's no one to, there's no, you haven't even got anyone to just go and have a cup of tea with. You know, there's literally, you feel like you're so desperately alone. Whereas I'm on my own, I'm not alone. There is someone at some point that I'll be able to talk to and and go, this has been happening, you know, and they'll go, well, you know. And you never, you know, it's, I'm lucky, but I know that some people aren't. And I don't know how to change that, really. I think you are making a change yeah. with the podcast because I'm trying, I'm you, trying. you're offering a platform for people, and fair enough, these people are already talkers. You know, they're yeah. not coy about putting themselves out there. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> this is this is not the quiet area. This is amazing. <laughs> That's all right, mate. That's all right. It's good. It's good. It's good. It adds to the atmos. Yeah, I do say on the podcast or when I'm doing the the intros. I always I say to people, like, you know, you want to drop me a message, you know, you can, you're more than welcome. I don't have any answers, and I'm not a doctor, so I'm not offering up, you know, I can't offer up any life-changing advice, but I'll have a chat with you. My friend Lucy, her and I talk a lot about mental health. We have very similar issues with mental health and mm-hmm. mental illness, and she is a big fan of Insane in the Membrane, and she was delighted oh, nice. when oh. she knew that I was going to talk to you, and she, like, pointed out her favourite episodes. And she's come up to you after a gig. She's Lucy from Lincoln. She gave you a shout Yeah, I know Lucy. Yeah, hello Lucy. She sat in the front. Yeah. Yeah. So it is that thing of, even if by listening to someone else talking about it, it can make you feel less alone. Yeah, and that's the point. That's You're what I was saying. Definitely doing yeah. a really good service. Oh, nice one. What's Thank the you. feedback been like? Really good, yeah. actually. I don't know if, because I've got producer Paul and Jade Adams, my missus, that help out on it. So I don't know if they're shielding me for any shit, but it seems to be positive across the board. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's a, it's nice. There's people that I've, I've become friends with online yeah. that will I'll put an episode out and then we'll they'll chat about they'll make comments about it or 
and then we'll start talking about other podcasts like Gossip Mongers. So there's this like, nice little network building up where we're all talking to each other. So, yeah, it's nice. It's nice to, you know, have a bit of a chat and, you know, because that's the thing. I don't have any answers and I'm not a doctor, but like you say, you know, having a chat clearly does help some people. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. Were, were you nervous when you were first putting yourself out there? Yes. So, yeah, well, we didn't really know what the podcast was about. I just knew, I knew I wanted to do it. And it was like, well, let's just talk to interesting people and just see where it goes. But then because of the title, I suppose, underlying it was like, well, I know it's going to be about men and men talking about feelings and things like that. So I think, I think it kind of just formed out on its own, you know? I think yeah. it just happened, you know? And now it's become this amazing thing. But initially it was like, oh, no one's going to listen to this. Why would they listen to me? You know, that, your insecurities creep in and I'm not arrogant and I'm not... I'm certainly not a narcissist, even though people think that comedians are. Mm-hmm. I'm quite shy, fundamentally. So, so I'm always... I never go, yeah, this is going to be the best thing on the planet. Everyone's going to love this. Oh, God, yeah, it's going to, be, it's going to wipe the board. But I... I yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I was sort of like, oh, no one's going to listen to this. I'm really surprised when they do. It's cool. They made me jump there, so I get a bit... My arms tend to go... It's great. No, I wasn't jumping. That's all right. Moving out, the, moving, moving out the way. Whoa. This guy, he's here he helicoptering, but that's something different, isn't it? Windmilling? Windmilling. Oh, no, windmilling. Yeah, I was whirling. Yeah. Not whir- you were whirling, not windmilling. Yeah. Uh, my friend had a brother-in-law, his name was Ollie, mm. and he had tattooed the word Ollie-copter down the length of his cock. So. <laughs> I don't, I can't, I, you don't need to finish that. Being a, being a man, I know exactly what he was doing. We've all Ollie-coptered at some point. Yeah, so just to stress, that's not what Rich was doing just then when I said he was helicoptered. Imagine that. Once the noise dies down, you just see this weird, fleshy whirring. All right, anyway, thanks for coming, Rich. At least want some LED lights on it. (laughs) They actually spell it out when it's, yeah. Yeah. Good Lord. I mean, that is a risk, going into a tattoo parlour. What font do you choose? I'm hoping it's Comic Sans. I've never seen it. It would have to be, wouldn't it? Yeah. I mean, you, you couldn't go, yeah, I don't know... Well, Times New Roman. You imagine that? <laughs> Very formal. <laughs> yeah. Tattoos. I've got two. One of them was a mate of mine did it when I was a bus driver. He was learning how to be a tattooist. So he was, we were in the garden, pissed. So I'm the first person he ever tattooed. And it kind of goes halfway around and it stops here. Yeah. <laughs> it underneath. Quite, yeah. Bit. I'm like, you've got to stop, man. You've got to stop. You've got to stop. And what then, is it, what's it of? It's just a band. You know, like in the 90s, like a Celtic. Like a Celtic band. Yeah, it was yeah. one of them. So that's underneath. And then that above it, I've got the I've got the um, the, the theatrical laughter and the smile oh, nice. masks. Yeah, a bit of a cliche, but comedy and tragedy. Yeah, I mean, that's you're it. Combining yeah. the two. I am. You're living the dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be very tragic if I get got it on my penis. <laughs> anyway, getting back. To sorry, the, we, the we got distracted by the helicopter. I'm sorry about that. That was my fault. <laughs> it's all right. Um, have you found that doing the podcast has helped you in, in your mental health issues? Definitely, 100 100%. The podcast is all about the guests. It's not about me. I listen to so many podcasts, and halfway through, I'm like, if you please just sharp a minute, let them speak. You know, I want to listen to what they've got to say. You know, yes, I'm here. You, you know, I'm quite fond of you. That's why I'm here. But let's listen to what they've got to say. Because yeah. yeah. I'm learning from everybody that comes on. That's the key to it. It's like having these conversations, and then. I, I like talking about earlier, like listen to the conversation, like someone listening and they'll go, oh, I'm like that, that was, oh, I've been through that, that's nice. And I get the same with the guests, you know, talking to them and go, oh, well, yeah, we've got this in common, oh, that's, that's interesting. So it definitely has, it has helped and it's helped me 
certainly get things off my chest, like you mentioned earlier about being honest and, and being frank about things I've done. My past behaviours yeah. has really helped me come to terms with it all. Because guilt's a particularly mm. insidious emotion, I think, when it comes to mental health. I can wake up Definitely. and just feel guilty yeah. about everything. Nothing yeah, specific. Yeah, I just feel yeah. I feel guilty that I've got a roof over my head when people haven't. Yeah. I feel guilty about the time when I was six and I trimmed the cat's whiskers and yeah. couldn't go out for a week. But just all these little things. <laughs> just kept getting his head just, jammed in things. Can't no. figure it out. Can't no. figure it out. Oh, just staying. But just all these little things, and when you're already not dealing, yeah. it's really overwhelming. So if you can just lay it all out and go, yeah. okay, I'm dealing with that, I'm going to, like, I did that thing, I've apologised, or I've moved on, or things have changed, yeah. then you can sort of grow a bit. As yeah, a person, absolutely, yeah. Guilt's the worst one. Especially when you're thinking back to something, something that's probably doesn't even matter now. Like, the people that were involved don't even remember. They've got their own shit going yeah. on. I was talking to Matt Price, another comic. I remember saying to him, I said, you know what, every time I walk away from a conversation, I think that person's going, fucking dickhead. Same. Yeah. And then he said, he goes, I'm not being funny. He goes, but that's quite arrogant to think that they're still thinking about you after you've walked off. And you're going, oh, yeah, I suppose so. Because everyone's got their own shit going on. They've had a moment where you've interacted and then you've gone your separate ways. They're not going, oh, waste of five minutes that was. They're just like, oh, that was nice. And then they're back to whatever they were doing. So once he'd said that, it sort of made me realise, oh, yeah, you know, I think as you get older as well, you give less of a shit about yeah. what people think. I kind of, I do enough, I do enough things to know I'm not a bad person. I, don't, I try not to be insulting and I try not to be rude or, you know, in, in general conversation and I try and be respectful whenever I meet someone and, 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 and especially the way things are now, you, you, everybody's very, more, very much more aware of what they say and how they say it and like I always say man I go hey man how you doing you know but now you're like hang on a minute that might cause offence somewhere you might want to not do that but I think that about that that's the intent people can tell whether you're being insulting or not they can tell whether it's just the thing you say rather than I think so. you know, yeah you know I mean there is there's a friend of mine who's um, a trans woman and when we first met, I was like, oh, man, you know what I mean? And I'm like, and then when I'm like, oh, shit, no, shit, no, shit. Oh, no, 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 no. But they were laughing. They thought it was funny. They'll um, pick you up on it as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I it's offensive, they'll go, Rich, mate. I work with yeah. a trans woman called Donna, and I am a bugger for just shortening people's names. Yeah, right, right. Speak <laughs> and I would go, oh, thanks, Donna. And she was yeah. like, it's Donna, Donna. And I was like, oh, yeah, it really matters. And it was just it like, does, okay. Yeah, she was just yeah. like, I know, like, there's no offence there at all. Nah. But... I'd feel happy and I'm like, right, get in your brain, get in yeah, your brain. Yeah, and it's just, yeah. it's kindness, isn't it? Of course it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And manners. Yeah, it's like my, you know, my name's Richard and the the, the shortened, the, the slang for that is dick. Yeah. And the amount of times I've had people go, oh, do you want to call you dick? And I go, yeah, I do actually. Yeah. Yeah, so, no, don't do it. So, yeah, just being more aware. Where were we going with this? I can't remember what the question was. That was it. Talking about being feeling guilty about past things that have gone on, like, years ago. There's absolutely no point lugging it about. It's happened. Mm-hmm. And you can't change it. You, I'd love to change it. There's lots of things I'd like to be able to go and meet that person and explain, look, I'm really sorry that I did that. I don't know why I did it, but it's, I mean, I've been very lucky to have been able to have done that a couple of times, mm-hmm. and it's been lovely. There's been another time where they just went, I don't give a shit, you were, you were an arsehole, just, so just jog on. Which is completely fine. Yeah. That's, so that's on you to deal with. You're like, yeah, you created that. So you, but no point lugging it about. You know, you just got to go. Okay, that's the, that's what happened then. I'm a different person now. 
that won't happen again. Hopefully going forward I'll be a better person. And, and then all of a sudden the gap between that bad thing happening and then all the good stuff you've done, that gap of all the good stuff kind of, you know, overshadows that bad moment. So just don't lug it about. Just, just try and go, yeah, that was then, this is now. Let's just be better people. We're yeah. always a work in process. Oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, again. it's not like we've. Uh, oh, I've done mental health, yeah. Rich. Finished it. That's Completed. it. Yeah. Game over. Sorted it. Uh, yeah. Nothing's gonna phase me now. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Don't even know where yeah. I'm in this chat. Done. What's the point? All right. Next. Global warming. Totally sorted that. <laughs> I've learnt this recently as well, and I've said it a couple of times. As far as I'm aware or concerned, there is a, a destination. It used to be. You go, oh, I can't wait until this happens and then I'm in a different place or can't wait for this, you know. But when you get to that place, there's just more, there's more, there's more life. So yeah. you're like, really, you're just learning and, and making yourself better. But there's no reward at the end of it. All that you'll have is there'll be a load of people or in, 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 in your wake that have gone... Oh, actually, that was nice. Yeah, yeah, good. Per- yeah, oh, it was good. Good person. That's yeah. nice. Yeah, li- I enjoyed that. I enjoyed having them around, and that's that's the reward. That's it. There's no, yeah, there's no, there's no sort of end. You're going to just improve and be better, be nice to the people around you at any given time, and then one day you're not here anymore. Yeah. And that's it. So live a life yeah. in a way that nobody wants to just put cunt on your gravestone. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I might do that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> here lies this cunt. <laughs> Um, I'm not letting you put anything on my gravestone. <laughs> How's this come about? I am not down with this. Oh, yours? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I imagine I'll go before you, so I'll come back and haunt you. <laughs> okay. And then I'll put cunt on your grave when you go. Um, I think that's it. There isn't. There's no reward at the end. There's no destination. There is just the journey, for want of a better cliche. And I think all you can do it, for your own for your own well-being is try and be the best you can be in your little circle. And then hopefully the people around you will be influenced by that, and they'll be nice. And then you'll have, you'll be surrounded by good things happening, and you know. And if there are any cunts around, just don't go near them and let them go and be cunts. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think also in a way of being kind to ourselves, like yeah. that sometimes that's hard. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to be nice. Well, like you said, you said you feel, you do, you feel, you feel guilty because you know you're you look in the news and whole villages are getting washed away by you know by horrible weather and, and then other villages are on fire and then there's people are getting shot on their way to school and there's always famine and war and fighting and and then you feel bad because you look out your window and you're like oh, I'm alright actually I could do with a bit more money we all could yeah. you know and that's normally where a lot of the problems stem from as well I know that's where mine comes from is just lack of money Yeah. but I'm alright I look out the window and I'm, you know, I'm doing this I'm doing this on a well, what's this Wednesday, Wednesday. Afternoon? Yeah, Wednesday afternoon who gets to do that Cup of tea in the world's noisiest cafe. Cup of tea in the the loudest, quiet place I've ever been. If we were in that film, we'd be eaten by the monsters. They'd have got us ages ago. (laughs) We wouldn't have even got us. Can I have a cup of... Oh, where have you gone? I just got eaten. (laughs) I think, yeah, it's easy to beat yourself up about the fact that you feel in a better position than most. But this is... that's Again, that's, that's just how the universe worked out. There wasn't a plan... They didn't plunk you down in wherever you, you live. Go, right, you're going to live there, but unfortunately, these people, we're going to put them over there, and they're going to have a really shit life. It's literally, it's pure chance that we ended up where we end up. Couldn't and you can't, more. exactly, and you can't, you can't beat yourself up about that, you know? All you can do is try and help. Do yeah. more. Be nice around, like I said, where you are. 
recognise how lucky you are, you know, and just and then try and help out people that are less fortunate if you can. If you're if you're you know if you can do anything, then do it. But don't don't lie in bed thinking, oh shit, I should have been born in you know Syria, and then you know because it's not fair that I I wasn't and other people were. It's just how it is. Yeah. You know. And I guess the flip side of that is. I'm, I'm going to assume from what you just said that, like me, you don't look at people and go and like have that blind look makes you superior. No. People like Tommy Robinson, like little oh, Timmy man. Robertson, as oh, my mate always calls him. It's not even his real name. No, little Timmy Robertson. Yeah. And he just thinks that the blind look makes him superior. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Ridiculous. Oh, I know. I know. This this outrageous, this outrageous place that he comes from, where it's all about being British and proud and white and proud and you're like mate none of us none of us are 100% white we're all a mishmash of everything as you know the humans started in a corner of Africa and then spread out around the world we're all from that same place we're all weirdly in one way shape or form we're all sort of related you know if you really go back like there were two people there were four no not exactly but that's the thing so this bullshit that, you know, we're white and proud and all that, you go, mate, if you really dig deep, you're not. There's something going on. There's something, there'll be something else in you, you know? Why yeah. do you have to be so full of... A lot of him as well, though, he's, he's, he's an egotistical, power-mad little shit yes. who obviously got bullied at school. He's found a platform where he can be the, the top dog. And, now he, and, then, and, now, and all he does is he, he preaches hate to people that... You know, people that need a follower, they all follow him, and then he rinses them of their money anyway. Yeah. You know, he's an horrible little shit. It's that entitlement as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it, you know. He's just a horrible man. He's a horrible little man. What's his name? Stephen Yaxley Lennon. Horrible dude. Someone said get him on the podcast. I don't think I could be in the same room with him. Was that was it a joke suggestion? They were talking, we were talking about guests, and they were talking about why don't you get people on, some people on that are a little bit more controversial. And we were talking about it, and his name came up, and I just said, I can't, I just don't, I couldn't be in the same room as him. I just couldn't. It don't give him a platform. No, exactly, well. that's it. I, the last thing I want is, I don't want him, and I don't want people that think he's the new messiah, anywhere near what we're doing, you know? Yeah. And then, but then they were going, oh, yeah, but you care about mental health, then surely that would help someone maybe change their minds towards, or change his mind, or do that. I'm like, oh, no, that's not my job. It's not my job to do that. Yeah. You know, I want to help the people. I want to help the people that I can. I don't want to be anywhere near that. That's that's yeah, somebody else's. Is, yeah. We've had similar stuff levelled at us. Like we've interviewed a few Labour politicians, like mm, Jess Phillips, yeah, right. Caroline Flynn, and I don't necessarily agree with all of Caroline Flynn's like voting history at all. I think Jess Phillips is amazing, and mm. she should be our queen. Um, <laughs> or actually, in Parliament, like uh, she yeah, should be yeah, the Prime yeah. Minister, so she can get shit done. But. They were like, well, why don't you get any tourism? And it's like, I, I, can't, I can't look at Tory policies and understand why a woman would vote for them. No. Like, I can't understand why anyone no, would vote for no, them. No. But, you know, I just, I, I don't see it. And, we, and the other thing is, we tried because we wanted it to be balanced. We of absolutely course. wanted to be balanced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are much less likely to give up their time to talk to us. Well, yeah, that's it. You know, they don't want to. No. Do they? Oh, it's, it's funny, I, had, um, I did have I had Leo Kurse on, and Leo Kurse is a right wing comedian. I've been mates with Leo since I started comedy. I think we started at the same time. And I get on really well with Leo. And Leo comes comes at it from... Because he used to work for the government. So he comes from a more informed position. And I just wanted to have him on because I, I, I wanted to talk... I wanted to have a chat with him and try and understand more about yeah. why, why he's that way. 
I didn't get to the bottom of it. I still don't know because, like you say, you see the Tory policies, and you're like, why would you vote for this? They want to, they want to sell off the NHS. They don't give a shit about everyday people. They don't even give a shit about the people that vote Tory. No, no. They don't give a fuck. They literally care about their little club, and they're like the pigs that take, that take over the farm. Yeah. Just that's them, and you can all get fucked. We're, yeah. we're, we're the world. Like you look out and they're building new apartments in London and they're building all these amazing places. But they're, not, they're, not, they're tiny little pods. They are turning us into worker bees just for them. If you, one of you dies, it doesn't matter. We'll just get someone else to take your place. They don't care. They don't care. It's not fair of us to go, well, you should be the same of us. We're, it's like there's a lot of people on the left will sort of go, well, we're right, you're wrong. And then the far left becomes just as bad as the oh, far right. seriously. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we, are, we all have different beliefs and we all, we all think different things. And, but it's when, it's when people try and push their beliefs onto you, like Farage. He's, he's trying to push himself onto the people and that's when it becomes a problem. Believe what you want, you know, if you're, whatever you want. As long as you're not hurting anybody else, mm-hmm. then fine. But, it, but that's rarely the case, isn't it? It's always about pushing their, their agenda onto you and, 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 and making you feel that you, what you believe is wrong and what they believe is right. And yeah, it's very divisive, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's like yeah. religion. It's like religious people telling me that, you know, oh, yeah, well, you don't believe in God, so you're, the, you're in the wrong and you should, you should feel the same things I do. And go, well, I, I don't. I've had different experiences to you, so I don't feel the same way you do. I don't believe in God. Wouldn't it be amazing if it turned out, after all this time, there was whatever it is up there and he just went enough is enough let's sort this shit out yeah. but there never is there's never yeah. I was watching a film the other day The Nun The Nun? Yeah it Sounds great Terrifying It's terrifying Oh is that a horror Yeah film? You're not, not a fan? Not a big fan Oh you won't want to watch this it's terrifying There's this one bit in the church and I know it's a film and I know it's not real but in, in a certain way it kind of symbolises what goes on what, would, what goes on in the world The nunnery whatever you call it the, 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 the nunnery is under attack and it, all the nuns have to sit in a circle and they're all praying. They're praying so that the, 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 the evil can't come in place where they all are and they're yeah. praying, they're praying, they're praying. And you're like, I was just sitting there going, where is God in all this? Why are these women kneeling trying to keep this power out? Where is, so there's a boss somewhere that could probably come <laughs> down and go, it's all right, I'll take it from here. I am the all-powerful one. No, I think God's a Tory. Do you know what? I think you're right. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the... That makes perfect sense. Of course he is. And it's a he. Uh, yeah. Yeah. A woman would have sorted this shit out. Tory. Yeah. Um, fucking yeah. gammon God. <laughs> <laughs> That's something else as well. When I hear... It happens a lot. I've seen comedians, lady comedians doing it, and they're like... To make, you know, straight white men, straight white men, straight white men. And it got to me a little bit. I was like, it's not all of us. It's not all of us. Hashtag not all men. Yeah, hashtag not all men. Not even that. It's not me. But then you go, well, I, yeah. It's again, it's that, we're in the middle of that overcorrection. So you've got to suck it up. You've got to go, yeah, listen, you know what? I probably benefited. Even if it wasn't me, I probably benefited somewhere. So you just got to go, all right, yeah, all right, I'll go with it. I'll just swallow it and, and yeah, make sure, I'll make sure. I'm I'm good and doing the right thing and do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Try yeah, you because I clearly obviously I've benefited from it. You yeah. know, that's you know. You have led me very, very neatly onto This is working out really yeah. well. Apart from the noise, it's great. Yeah, sorry. The noise in that helicopter incident. I'm not sure about that. But look at it go. <laughs> Shouldn't have sat in this dark corner. Uh, I don't think up a tree. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. think I could helicopter anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too nervous. 
Good, it's not a test yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And go. Hey there, in case you missed our last London show on International Men's Day, which sold out, humble brag, and in case you can't make it to our Newcastle show on January the 12th, which has also sold out, humble brag, you may be interested to note that we have another gig, our final gig of the year in fact, on December the 11th at King's Place in London and we're going to be joined by she of Psychoville, Back to Life and Episodes fame, the fantastic Daisy Haggard and also Tiff Stevenson to complete the lineup. So that's fantastic news. So get yourself a ticket for that and maybe get everyone you know a ticket for it as well for a uh, lovely little Christmas present. That's right, give the gift of lols. You can do that by checking out our website, www.standardissuepodcast.com. Parenthood comes up a lot in Insane mm. in the Men Brain. Yeah. And you're a dad yourself. Yeah. So I just wondered, are you finding, like, obviously the very famous Philip Larkin line, they fuck you up, your mum and dad's. Are you finding it to be true when you're talking to people? Um, I think we Every generation is more aware than the last generation. Mm-hmm. So, so I sort of learned a bit late, actually, because I had kids when I was really young. Yeah, you were like 20, weren't you? 20 were my first one, so I was still of that, in that headspace where I was like, well, they were my parents, and of course, everything they said and did was right. Mm -hmm. It's not until later on, you go, my parents were fucking mad. (laughs) Because they were dealing with their own shit, from their own upbringing. My my mum had a decent upbringing. My my granddad died young, he was 56 when he died. He was a nice man, but he smoked and he gambled and he drank and... But he never hurt anybody. It was just a, it was a lovable rogue, and you know. And my nan, my nan's a lovely woman. She comes from her. My great nan was a single parent in in the war. Wow. Which is amazing. Yeah, she had four amazing. kids. So she and she'd go to work. She had two jobs. So my mum's side is a very a decent working class, Quite loving. As well. Mate, this is the thing. People talk about the patriarchy, and Jade, my missus, talks about it in her act. She's like. When I was a kid, and same with Jay, so the women were just in charge. Like, yeah, the men were, like, at the pub, but that was just to get them out of the way. Just because women were sorting shit out, you know, getting stuff done. So, again, when we're talking about straight white men and, and men ruling it, there is, there is a tiny percentage, and I don't want to sound like, what's his name, Jordan Peterson when I say this. Please, please, no. No, imagine. Jesus. But you are talking about a certain kind of man and a percentage of men the world is ruled by five men if you look at it so it doesn't matter what you try and do like, you know like using a chilies bottle instead of plastic and reusable coffee cups and things like that it all goes back to these five men that rule the world and, and, and until that changes it's difficult to know what to do isn't it you know yeah. so that that's you know, gone off a tangent but it's yeah so my mum's side of things were, were pretty cool my dad's side was pretty shit my, his mum was awful she was a really horrible woman he didn't like boys he had two sisters and they were doted on and loved and my dad was just put, put through hell I'm saying that he, my, he said that um, his dad invented the platform shoe how did, how did this come about? Well, when he was a kid, they didn't. They bought. They never bought. Kept buy, They didn't keep buying new shoes. They just get the old ones resold. Yeah. So the point. My dad had these massive platforms when he was a kid, and he said someone saw them and went, "That's a good idea." And then suddenly, a few years later, there's platform shoes everywhere. So, 
don't so, know if my dad inadvertently invented the platform. So it's thanks to your dad that yeah. Tom Cruise is a believable hero yeah. in Top Gun. <laughs> I nice, can't. Mr. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Tom Cruise is now six foot five. <laughs> it's mad. But, um, but so his mum was shit, horrible woman. I didn't see. I hadn't, she died a couple of years ago, and I hadn't seen her for fifteen years. She was just. There was no point. It was mm-hmm. horrible. And my granddad was a transvestite and probably gay, which is probably why my my dad's mum was so horrible. Right. Because she knew that my granddad was, you know, had his own shit going on. Because my my dad was telling me, he had tell me the other day actually. My granddad had a certain, he had a pocket of friends that didn't really come with the family. They just got. He would just go and see them. He said they were very fragrant fellows. So, so my granddad, yeah. What a a lovely, archaic phrase that is. That's what my dad said. He he didn't mean it horribly. There was no malice. So my dad had a lot, there was a lot of resentment when I was born. There was a lot of anger. He's a decent dude and he's done a lot for me. I'm not knocking him. But there was also this this anger and, and resentment. And he really, he had a lot, he has a lot to deal with. It's and easy so, to forget that your parents have got their own yeah, shit going yeah, on. Exactly. So then when you get a bit older, you go, oh, no, my my mum and dad were talking bollocks. And now you've got to filter that shit out And when you have your own kids. Luckily, I get on really well with my lads, and we're very honest. And there's, it's talking about guilt, actually. I used to have a lot of guilt thinking I was a terrible dad. Yeah? Because we split up. Their mum and I split up when they were very young. And there's, there's various reasons as to why the boys exist in the first place. And... So I felt guilty for a lot of it, you know, because I thought oh, I wasn't there, you know, but then I was there, and and then I spoke to them recently, and I said I'm really sorry, and they're like, what are you talking about, Dad? You were all, even though you weren't with Mum, you were still around. Like they used to come to me every weekend, but they never wanted for anything, and they they can phone me day or night, and I'll be there. So yeah, I was a bit hard on myself apparently. Yeah, mm. my dad fucked off. So just oh, really? there is like that's that's really key. Does that affect your relationships as well? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm in a very very happy relationship now and I feel super lucky to have met him. But I've been in terrible ones before. My my friend said to me, she said very gently, she was like she spilled oh, hey, no, I'm quite right. <laughs> I'm going to cry. See, you are a good dad. It never leaves you. <laughs> Thanks very much. Right, Sorry. It's, like, it's, like, I, it's funny. I'm so clumsy. It's all right, mate. We're all done, yeah? Okay. some more there. Thanks. Jade, my missus is very... She's the most, the most untidiest woman I've ever met. But I think what's happened, because my lads are older now, they're 22, 27, because I've spent all my life... It feels like looking after them. Yeah. Now they're grown up and don't need me. It's like I look after Jade now. <laughs> I'm always, even though I'm moan that she leaves covers open and doesn't yeah. flush the loo sometimes. I'm a bit. Are you available part time or anything? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just come and do it. I yeah. I think there's an element of I don't want her to to not be untidy because then I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have anything to do. Makes you feel needed. Yeah, I think yeah. there's an element of that. That's nice. That's yeah. Nice. what you were saying about your dad leaving. And you were saying it, oh, it yeah, did so affect. My, my yeah. friend just went, Mickey. Do you think? Do you think maybe that it's something to do with your dad? Why you keep going for these emotionally unavailable men? And I was oh, like, yeah. yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, definitely yeah, that. Yeah, it's definitely that. This isn't. <laughs> yeah. This isn't this news, is not to, news me. to me. <laughs> and I don't really understand it, and I don't know how to make it stop. But I think it's like what you were saying earlier. At some point, I just was like, I can't. I just can't yeah, keep doing yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. But you until you're ready to do that. 
it's not going to happen. Yeah. It's like anything in life, isn't it? Everybody wants to... We all want someone else to sort it out. We all want the easy option. Yep. But look at dieting. These fad diets pop up because nobody really wants to admit it's going to take two years to get you down to the weight you want to be mm-hmm. because that's, it takes effort and it takes work. And it's the same with, with that, with mental health things. You've got, it comes a, yes, we've, everyone's anxious and everyone's got anxiety and everyone's got something or other, but there does come a time when you have to go, you have to take a bit of responsibility and go, right, I'm the only one that can sort this out, yeah. you know? And that takes effort and no one wants to do that. Yeah, and particularly you know? if, if, you're, if you're really down, it's really hard just to get out of bed and of get on with the day is. without yeah, thinking, yeah, yeah. right, and now I've got to think about all the things that might have caused this and what I can do to sort yeah. of deal with them. So yeah, yeah just getting it. that energy, just yeah. getting up and getting on with your day. If that's yeah. all you can manage, then well done you. I yeah. think just keep doing that but until that, you're ready to do some more. Absolutely, all you can do... You don't, we set ourselves two, two high goals, especially with social media now. We're always like, you see these beautiful people jogging along the beach and you see people having smoothies and this and that, and then you look at your grey <laughs> kitchen and go, you've got your thousand washed grey jogging bottoms, and you know, you're like, oh, what's the point? I want, I'm, that's not my life. Go, it doesn't have to be. Just getting out of bed in the morning, making your bed. If you achieve that, that's, that's amazing. Yep. And then yep. do that for a few days, and then... And then, and then just put things away. Yeah. Put things away. Just make that phone call that you keep putting off. Just these little things every day, and then all of a sudden, you'll, you'll be on it. You'll be like, oh, fuck, I'm on it. Oh, okay, yeah, got shit done. The clouds are going to come back again. Of course. But, it's, but next time you'll be ready, you know? I do it all the time. I get, I have to, I'm, sometimes I'm lying in bed. It's 2 p.m., and, I have to, and I'm shouting out loud, get out of bed, you cunt. <laughs> I have to say it out loud. Yeah. Otherwise, I won't do it. You know? So it's, life's really hard. You can't let it get to you because it's amazing that we exist. You know? It's amazing that we're here. And it, yeah. it's a real shame that we're at the moment in this, we seem to be in this, it's fashionable to be struggling and have something wrong with us. Rather than, mm, yeah, I you know, agree. yeah, there's a lot of that. It's like, like people are over the moon when they go, "Oh, I've got this wrong with me," because that's my 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 anxiety is different to yours, so that makes me better than you. There's a victim bit of that. Oh man, this victim culture in at the minute, you know, it's horrible. I want to what I want to say to them like, "Are you good at anything else?" You go, oh, "I'll play the piano." Why aren't you talking about that? Why aren't you telling me you're better at playing the piano than I am? I think you know this is just my. Like little take on it. I think the word privilege has really put some noses out of joint. People yeah. just think. I was chatting to my mum, my mum, working class woman, raised me on her own, single parent for a long time. And she and I were chatting, and I said something about white privilege. And she, you could see her kind oh, of yeah, like, yeah, yeah. she just sort of bristled and she was like, oh, I don't think I'm privileged. And I could totally understand why that woman who has worked so hard her exactly. entire life yeah. would feel that way. And so I just sort of explained, and when I explained, she was like, I was like, yeah, but you can go shopping and no one's following you around and mm. shopping, well, that is privilege, but you won't notice it because it's yeah. never been, had to be pointed out to you, and she yeah. was like, okay, sort of took it on board to an extent. Yeah. But yeah, I think a lot of people just go, well, well, I can't, I can't be the one who's got everything because yeah. then... I'm to blame for everything. Yeah, I know. So let's I know, find something yeah. that I haven't got or I'm not good at or makes me yeah, feel yeah. sad. Well, that, but that, it, it's to get attention. Everyone needs attention. And I, I, I genuinely think that all comes from social media. That, you know, that everyone wants to. I see it all the time. People just going, like, like just talking about 
everything that like, oh my ADHD and my this and my that someone I know and really close to was telling me oh my OCD's been playing up and I looked at the flat and it was filthy <laughs> and I went you haven't got OCD not that that's it, not not just the yeah, fact. Yeah, it's more complicated. Than yeah, that, it's more, it's yeah. People with a common thing. Yeah, people with actual OCD. Yeah, it's a, it's debilitating. It's yep. a real issue. You're just a lazy fucker. You you're not. This isn't. And I, I felt. I know it sounds bad me saying this, but ever since I said it, she's not mentioned it again. She's not. She's, she's, I'm like you haven't got OCD. That's not what that is. Stop stop inventing things to be to have wrong with you. Yeah, you're a bit anxious, and you should be anxious. The world is fucked. Yeah. You should be anxious about it, but don't make it who you are. You know, don't don't let it, it's not a badge to go. Oh look, I've got this. It's more that it's different to yours, which makes me better than you. It's you know, it's, yeah. like, it's like people who are vegan. How Alfie Brown did this brilliant sketch the other day, and there's vegans sitting around, and he was going, he goes, these people don't want you to be vegan because then the whole world would be vegan and they wouldn't be special. You know, and that's this this it's this weird virtue signalling world that we live in at the minute where most people are doing it to, to, to do the right thing I'm not knocking everybody but there are there's a certain pocket of people that do things just to, just to try and be better than everybody else I feel I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I hope I'm wrong but it just seems to be I think you can you can see it yeah it's, it's too visible for you to be wrong yeah. but I have problems with the word woke I think yeah. recognising stuff is really important yeah like, yeah we're yeah. finally recognising yeah. stuff but again why do you want to wear it like a shiny hat why exactly. are you handing it to me to yeah. put on my yeah. fridge I don't yeah, you know, yeah, just, yeah. We, should just, we should just be getting on just with this just be yeah. yeah you know what your actions will tell me all I need to know about what sort of a person you are I'll suss it out for myself alright you don't need to walk around with all these badges on you know, I've got a moon cup in. Oh, I've got a chilies bottle. And that's the other thing as well. Walking around with your chilies bottle hanging out, like when you're hand, you're like, how much water do you need? Just, I get it. I get it. You're doing the right thing. I've not got enough time to talk to you about hydration, Rich. Come on. <laughs> hydration is a very good point, actually. We should hydrate more, shouldn't we? Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> you're going to wee more, but that's fine. Fine. Don't be embarrassed. Don't about be that. embarrassed. Don't be we embarrassed. all do Use it. Use yeah. the mooncup. Use the mooncup. Wouldn't fit. Wouldn't fit. No. no, I'll give it a bash. I'm so, imagine that. I'm such a woke feminist <laughs> geezer. I've got a mooncup in. Just sticking out yeah. the top pocket, like a, a handkerchief, like a yeah. pocket square. And then the other pocket's got tampons in, just in case any of my my lady friends need one. Head around there, the ladies' yeah. toilets. Anyone? All right, in there. All Anyone? right. I'm here to help, guys. I'm here. I'm a very woke feminist geezer. Just, <laughs> just at the bar. <laughs> well, it does make me laugh when. Even now, you see men are men are terrified of buying tampons, and you're like, mate, no one thinks they're yours. <laughs> what are you worried about? <laughs> I'm not buying it, it for birds. Yeah, you don't have to. You, you not. Buy, it's not like if you buy it, you <laughs> must use it. That's not how it works. If you were walking down the street and you had a big rubber fist, like you get in a sex shop, I'd go, all right, fair enough. You could probably put that in your bag. I don't really need to see that you've got that. But not tampons. Who gives a fuck? It just makes me laugh. I can't put it in my bag because it's got my chilies bottles in no. it. So people don't judge me, Rich. Yeah. Just walking around with this like utility belt with got your moon cup and your tampons and your chilies bottle. And, and that is why lesbians are going to rule the world at some point. I'm, I'm hopeful for that day. Lesbians or our monkey overlords. Bring I'm, on the lesbians. I'm willing to I'm willing to what is in your toolkit that you've found you can reach for when you're feeling down or things are getting on top of you? What have you learned through the podcast that is easier to access now? Um, I think just like I just said is, is actually saying to myself that, that 
actually getting up and doing just getting up just go for a walk I'll just if I'm really feeling pissed off I'll just go just go put your headphones in and go out yeah you know you don't have to run around and you don't have to do 10k every day you don't have to eat fruit every day as long as what you do something different to what you're doing like don't eat McDonald's every five minutes you're going to be shit but it's horrible. also it's horrible I, do you know what I think that comes with age as well I, I can't physically I can't physically stomach it I had one before the theatre the other day. Yeah, I know. I know, I'm cultured. Yeah. I had one there. <laughs> it's quite a juxtaposition. Yeah, right? It was, it was quick. It was quick. And I was like, yeah. it's awful. Poison. Why did I used to love this? I know, it's I just, know. And it's flabby and limp. Oh. Yeah, I know. It's funny talking about doing things to make yourself feel better. Sometimes... Sometimes you get to a point you're like, oh, "I'll put a film on. I don't, I, can't, I don't know what I want to watch. It's, you know, there's nothing going to make me feel better. TV show, no. Read a book, no, I can't be bothered. Put some music on, no, I'm bored with it all. It's, it's difficult. It's difficult when you when you're in that yeah, yeah. frame of mind. You just have to try, just try and do something. Go, like I say, go for a walk or, or it's different. Yeah, it's all different for different people. I think texting people maybe go and meet someone for a coffee that's I've, I've learned that where it's really easy to go I can't be bothered or cancelling plans we're all talking about we love it when plans get cancelled yep. and it's not your doing they cancelled them oh it's beautiful it's like being given yeah. a present, a, a present yeah. time to yeah. do fuck all to do with. nothing you're yeah. going to sit indoors if you're probably masturbating if you're a fella I don't know what the women do I can't speak for the ladies um, yeah, we're not allowed to it's bad I was really shocked when the first girlfriend had told me that she had that she watched she watched pornography I'd never got I'd never knew they make special uh, lady porn especially lady porn special lady porn um, I think she's called Erica Lust she makes some uh, I mean what they've done there is try to give it more of a plot which doesn't really work no. for me is that what ladies need more of a plot just need some more emotional yeah, engagement yeah. I don't know I'm still not sure why these four strangers are around a swimming pool and you can see where it's going it starts yeah. as a meeting at a, yeah, it's, it's a meeting about yeah I don't know um yeah, I was really surprised that ladies watched pornography. Yeah. I don't know why. And as you get older, you're just thinking, did that washing machine ever get fixed? That's the thing, isn't it? As you get older, it's you just yeah, yeah. Up. <laughs> but what about the bloke? What about the fella? The boyfriend's going to be back any minute. <laughs> How does he feel about this? I think it's that. It's, it, I have to, like I said already, I, I really have to dig deep and, and go, just, just, just go and do something. You know, don't don't sit indoors because then and then that's the thing as well. You beat yourself up because you've done nothing all day. Yeah. And then there's that spiral. But even if you get to that point, just go. Oh, do you know what? Right, today was a write off. Fuck it. Fuck it. All right, I'll do something tomorrow. You know, and, and hopefully you'll find the strength to to go and have that walk or drink that water or do something. You know, it's hard, isn't it? It is hard. It's hard. I think, yeah, acknowledge that it's hard. Yeah. And don't be. Yeah, don't beat yourself up that you've, you've wasted a day. So what? There's other times when you're flat out and you, you know, you wish you had a day where you could waste it. Yeah. So. And I think also, if you can't, if you can't be kind to yourself, do something nice for someone else. Yeah. Like if you've yeah. got a spare couple of quid, give it to charity, yeah. buy someone a sandwich. Yeah. You know, just do something. And it's not purely altruistic because it'll make you feel a bit better. Exactly. As well. That's something I've learned as well. Is whereas before, you kind of expect some some kind of karmic reward. You go, oh, I've given that person a couple of quid. Ah, well, that means. But this all happens subconsciously. You're yes. not walking around going legend. I can't wait for my reward. I like the idea of you yeah. walking around just commentating <laughs> on what's just just no internal thought process just, whatsoever. Just out loud, just everything. It like the tango man. <laughs>
just out loud everything legend see that did you see that I think I got to a point now I've got to a point now if I do something with someone I'll I won't think I don't think oh I've done that because because I'm now I'm going to get something I've now got myself to a point where I'll go there you go mate and I know that that's it all it's all I've done is given is given someone something some nice feelings for a little while that's yeah. what I've done and that's yeah. as far as that goes there's no kind of karma you're not going to get rewarded you're not going to win the lottery on Friday just because you gave a bloke at the tube station 10 quid literally all it is is that you you had a moment and you went oh I'm going to do that here you go mate and then he's like oh cheers and then he feels good that all you've done is create a nice feeling yeah. that's it and that and that's what I've got my head around yeah but it's it's a good feeling it's a lovely it's feeling. feeling it's an amazing feeling yeah, I think that's if yeah, if you that's it. If you can make someone else feel better for a bit, that's gonna make you feel better, isn't it? Where can we find you, Rich? I'm on Instagram, uh, I am Rich Wilson. I'm on Twitter, I am Rich Wilson, Facebook as well, but that's just my mum doing the quizzes now. So <laughs> Yeah, and then Insane in the Membrane is available wherever you get your podcasts from. Thank you so much for Thank you very much. And, and I'm sorry. Up my yeah. Spilt milk. Oh yeah. I'm sorry if anything I said offended anyone. <laughs> you need that caveat no. <laughs> chop it off I'm not allowing it <laughs> hello Hannah here just wanted to let you know that if you like what we do you can help us by rating and reviewing us on iTunes it really does help especially if you give us five stars did that sound threatening enough give us five stars Standard issue for all women.